This week on the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I'm just like a breath of fresh air. Are you? You walk into a room, it's just... Hey, welcome to 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Javier. I'm Shannon. And I'm here with my beautiful host, Shannon, my co-host. If you're the... If I'm the co-host, that means you're the main host. I'm the main host of this uh, podcast. So I didn't sign up for you, that. Well, that wasn't in my contract. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. What? I'm just pointing at our screen. Like, is that all accurate? I don't know. Just looked weird. Just checking. If it was a heart monitor, one of us is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. That would be me. So here we are. We're in the marriage lab. Um, we are. This is our first episode that's going to go live on the YouTube. Yeah. So so you know uh, we're in the marriage lab, which is a 30, 38 foot marriage m- mobile marriage support center. <laughs> I don't know why I call it that because it's not really a support center, um, but it's a, a fully lot of wrapped comes out of fifth it. wheel uh, called the marriage lab. And twenty four seven marriage and the marriage lab are on the road across the U.S. And so. You know, we don't have like a dedicated space for a podcast, so we're trying a new spot here. Um, we could go over there or right there, but we don't have a lot of room. Well, so this, this way is you it. can see the Labrador sign above us, but we yeah, don't have many so options because it is a Cracker Jack box on its side that we live in. <laughs> it's not a Cracker Jack on its side. Yeah, what do you mean? Standing up. Well, because we went, if we were living in a Cracker Jack box, like laying down, we would have the widest house ever. So it's a Cracker Jack box standing up on its side. <laughs> okay. I totally understand it's what I'm saying. It's not standing up on its side. It's standing, no, it's laying down. No, it's on its Shannon. side. Shannon. Yeah. Think of a box. Now I have to go buy Cracker Jacks. Okay. Whatever. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. So. Is this is this a male-female bri- ma- brain difference? How no, we see things? Or, no. Or is it how I use analogies that bother you? What is it, Javier? I just sometimes think you use analogies and they don't make any <gasps> they don't make any sense. Like <laughs> you don't make any sense. Why would you say that? That's sometimes so rude. they just don't you're rude. Um My analogies so, are amazing. Okay. All right, honey. How are you doing? I, I don't necessarily like sitting this way because we need to have it to where we can look at each other and Again, across from each other. Again, we live in a Cracker Jack box we on its side. We don't live in and a I Cracker don't, Jack box. I don't box. know how else to set this up at the counter where the camera could film us and because we have to go like this when we want to banter. We yeah. should we should be we should just be able to yeah look at one another. Right now I feel like I'm just looking at the screen, which doesn't make any sense to be doing we that. We can look at each other. Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah. Wow, that was impromptu. Was that good? Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Javier and Shannon, musical tunes. Anyways, how are you doing, honey? You sound like a car dealership. You always said that um, had maybe marriage or like going into this field never worked out for you. Going into announcer broadcasting could have been a good career. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast, live with Javier and Shannon. Or... Re- pro wrestling or a circus. You all have good Pro voices. wrestling. Like you could be the guy in the ring because you'd be really good. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, weighing See? 354 pounds. I don't know who you're talking about, but that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. Who's 354 pounds? A big wrestler. <laughs> a big wrestler. Or I said a circus. Okay. You know, you welcome the lion tamer out. Yeah. I don't know what you would say to it. Like a ringling... Barnum and Bailey Circus. 
Ringling Brothers. Ringling Brothers. Yes, are Barn and Barnum and Bailey are different people. Than the Ringling Brothers? Yes. Oh, I just made them all one? Yeah. You just oh. combine all the circus people together. They're going to be very upset with you. <laughs> I'm sure they all listen to our You're going to have some people coming after you. Some little people, some big people, some strong people, some, some 364-pound people. people. All kinds of people. Wait, you know what? They could all get here in one car. <laughs> <laughs> Put them, boom. All right. I asked you, how are you, how are you doing? How are... Oh, Javi, don't ask me. I don't. just, but I just did. I don't want to answer. It's okay. Monday, and it's Monday, I and I feel the weight of your energy, which sounds stupid. Wow, but, wow! But Mondays are just—you feel the weight of my energy. Yeah. So for many, many years, Mondays have always been uh, like a dark day for you. No, you that just is not true. No, you no, just no, no, don't. No, 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 you don't. No. Typically, Shannon, love Mondays that coming is not around. True. That, it is it's true. always been a dark day for not me. That is dark, a, okay. That is not okay. true. That I, is a horrible thing to okay. say. You don't look forward to Mondays. No. Okay. No. No. Yeah. Just that's true. That's no, a true statement. No. No. Yes. Shannon Labrador. Just no. No. <laughs> just recently. Okay. No. No. It maybe in the last number of months. Because I no, have always years, loved years. Shannon Way back Labrador, to when we were at the house. Every Shannon Sunday, McCafferty Labrador. Every Sunday night, you get pensive. You don't like Mondays. Okay. There have been seasons when we haven't been doing full time the work that we get to do right now. We haven't done full time. Yes. Where I've I've actually haven't enjoyed what I had to go do on Monday. Right? Somebody just doing, walked by the I marriage was, lab and took our picture. And that was it happens all the time. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, bivocational, right? I was doing both. And I didn't enjoy what I had to do. So there's been seasons when that is true. But when I get to wake up and I get to do just the things that I love to do, it's a little bit different. So yes, I have had moments where I am not I don't I don't enjoy Monday coming well, because of what I have to do. I and and I, I need said. to change my I need to change my how I do yeah. that and my perspective on that. Because so, Sunday sure. mornings are so fun. Like, we usually um we usually make a bigger breakfast together, whether you're doing eggs and hash browns or we do a bowls. Like Sundays are so fun. I don't make fun. eggs and hash browns at the house. I don't make eggs at the house. I don't eat eggs. So, yes, you Every have. Every very great once in a while. while. Okay. Why are, you, why are you arguing about what I would, like, I don't what know. we, like, that's dumb. <laughs> like, don't be that guy. That's just dumb. I want accuracy, Shannon. No, if that's we get just, fact checked, people are going to, like, they need to know the accurate thing here. That's ridiculous. Okay. So, Sundays are usually really fun day. We're usually really chill. We're going to church. We're making a bigger breakfast. Apparently not eggs, but he does eat eggs. Um, and then it's like about 7.30 or 8. It's like the witching hour. Mm. And it's like, you know. That is. Javi, I'm not, I'm. I'm not picking on you. But you're categorizing it that it's every it's not just not true. There are moments where it hits me heavy, but it's but it's just not true. But it's often. <laughs> and I love you. Okay. All right. You're gonna I oh, fine. feel <laughs> that you are projecting upon me okay. that that is how I am consistently all the time. Okay. You know what? What I heard you every say is Sunday. that I'm projecting on you that you're consistently every Sunday or whatever. <laughs> No, I didn't say I didn't say you always and you never and that it's been this way for 30 years. 
It's been several years. It's been this way. <laughs> okay. And I stand by what I say. Okay. I stand by what I say. All right. We're going to figure this out. So if any of you know anybody who is in a marriage ministry <laughs> who can maybe jump in and give us a hand with this one. Um, Again, back to my question. You asked You asked me how sure. I'm doing. How are you doing, Shan? And you had a lot of emails and you just had a lot of meetings. And your face... You look stressed, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm like, um, I I want to cheer you up. I want to try to ease your day. I know that it's mostly on you, right. but it's like. So I, that's our. So that's our topic: is how do you, how do you walk alongside a spouse in a season where, what they thought would be is not, or yeah. things that they're going through. You walk through a season with me of. Um, where I hit a, a like many 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 years ago, where I hit a season of depression. Yeah, and it and was if, it was difficult. Yeah, and if I'm being honest, when I no, see, don't be honest. When I saw your face when I came out to like get my water <laughs> it bottle or something, you of that season. it did. And I was like, oh man, he just you look so sad. And I was like, <laughs> gosh, it sounds like a terrible no human being in this a, moment. No, you you just had an off day. You had an off day. Tomorrow, you'll be fine. That's a good thing to say that I had an off day, but you said it's been years, Bobby, and that's no, horrible. You have an off day every week for a couple of years, but that's it hasn't been. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're off all the time. That's what I'm going to say. You're just off all the time. That is, that's what I'm going to say from now on. You're no. just off. You know what? I'm so easygoing. Are I'm you, just like a breath of fresh air. Are you? You walk into a room, it's just, whew, just. I think just that I'm light I'm, and airy I, all the time. I feel that I'm low maintenance for you. Do you feel that? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that question. <laughs> You're low maintenance for me. Well, because <laughs> what I think of high maintenance, like. You have to have like a certain amount of money to spend every week on your no, personal yeah, no, thing. No, you're not and high like, maintenance in that respect. No, you're and not. And like that I have no. to have a brand name things and brand name handbags. And no, that any, I any, no, you're not high maintenance in any okay. way, shape or form. Any pressure that I feel is what I put on myself mm. to care for you. <laughs> Good. To provide I don't want to well. be responsible. Like, <laughs> Woo, any, I got off the hook. Anything that I do, I, I put it on myself. Good to know. So, can, but can we go back? Like, mm-hmm. how do you navigate with a spouse who, like, they're going through a difficult season, whether it be a depression or, in my case, apparently, um, having a Javi has the Monday blues, a Let's Monday blues for years. Um, in those moments, how do you navigate well to encourage your spouse to be there as opposed to being like, seriously, every single Monday you do this. You are know you what, serious? You like, know what it's why like? are you acting this way again? It's like you have how? postpartum every Monday because okay. you're sad right. about that the weekend's over. Yeah. I'm just joking. Okay. I just... So how do, you, how do you... Well, if we're being, no, being a little serious right now, we're always... back to when it was year uh, 17 that you we're going through a season of depression. I had never grown up in a house with anybody that had depression. If somebody had it, I didn't know it. Like, so I wasn't equipped to know what to do. I just thought you were really sad. And I tried to bake your way out of your sadness no, you for did, many years. You did a lot of things to try to help um, me. Yes. So it took time learning. And one of the hardest conversations that I ever had with God in the shower was, what if this never changes? And what I mean by that is you could suffer from depression for the rest of your life, 
but what does that mean for me in my marriage? Well, I made a covenant with you and I'm not going anywhere. So there, there was this moment I had in the shower at year 17 where I said, what if the best years of our marriage I've already lived? Because um, I didn't know what you were going through. I didn't know how to help you. I didn't know what to do. Even though I, I, I looking back and your affirmation of telling me how I loved you through that is a reminder that I was doing a lot of things right. Um, I feel that I'm more equipped to help other spouses in, in coaching now that are walking alongside a spouse with a alcohol, a drug addiction, porn addiction, uh, depression, or just um, midlife crisis. Like I feel like I'm more equipped because of having walked that out with you. My question, yes, yes, you are, Ben. So how did you do that? I don't feel like I have a really great answer. Well, how, do you, how do you do that now with a spouse? If I'm having a difficult day... How do you come alongside your spouse instead of saying, you're always doing this, well, or why are you acting that way, or why can't you be more like this, or the, what is wrong the with first you? Thing you, have How to, do you? The first thing you have to do is stop doing that thing, is the blaming and the projecting onto them why they're this way. Instead of, and, and this comes back to the thing that you're so good at and you teach so often so well and you articulate it well is that empathy is that, okay, I can have compassion. You know, Javi's having a bad day. Okay, pat him on the back. I'm going to make you a yummy dinner. Like, it's going to be okay. But what if I go a step further and I have empathy and be like, man, why why is Monday so hard for you? Why Why is my spouse going through this thing right now? What, what what that must be like for them. How can I sit with them and experience that with them? How can I best come alongside them? And you know what? In that season when you had depression, a lot of my needs didn't get met. Just mm -hmm. maybe you're emotionally investing in me, um, our quality time. Like I, I was pouring out in a lot in those years. But then I look back to the first five years of our marriage and you weren't getting a lot of your needs met because you were pouring out more. And this is that tension, that rubber band of a marriage where it's like sometimes you're stretched a little this way and then years later it could be stretched the other way. Um, marriage is never 50-50. It's 100 and 100 and that's okay. But it's moving towards your spouse. It's not projecting on them that something's wrong with them, that they need to fix them um, because it's and mostly because it's not making you happy or comfortable. Yeah. And that's the place that you have to really question your motives. Yeah. And practically how you have done it, how I have done it, is moving towards your spouse. Yeah. And uh, uh, validating, affirming those feelings. Like, mm -hmm. Hun, it looks like you're having a tough day. Like, do you want to talk about it? Simple question. No, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Is there anything I can do for you? Like, I, you know, I, I can't imagine what it feels like. Maybe you have a difficult day asking the questions, right? Being available. And maybe they don't know. Maybe they need to process it. Maybe they're not sure why they're feeling that way. Um, apparently in the last number of years, I've had it every single Monday. Um, and so... Uh, okay, not every Monday. Sh it, no, that is true. Like start retracting some of it because it's not, but <laughs> whatever, I'm going to yield. Um, mm. So I think part of it is how you approach it and the way the way that you actually do it but the important thing is to actually have the conversation yeah um that your spouse knows right and they're aware now if your spouse is stuck in this cycle i mean they're probably they might need help 
Yeah. They might need counseling. They yes. might need some therapy. You need outside help, But for sure. at the same time, you know, it's recognizing there's something going on with my spouse. It's just not they, they're just not doing this because they feel like it, because they just had a tough day at work. There might be some deeper issues that are happening. Maybe there is some dissatisfaction. So what if it is your spouse is really struggling with their job? is dissatisfied with the work they do. It doesn't feel like it has a sense of purpose, right? They want to do something that has more meaning, but it's provided really, really well. And now you're upset at your husband because like, well, you just need to suck it up. You just need to provide, you just need to go to the job. And so they can become a shell of themselves because they're now they're just going through the motions, afraid to make you upset. So you see what I mean? If you approach it that way, as opposed like, and I don't like, that's a lot, like, I can't imagine what it's like because I'm not in your job. I don't know that. I want to help you fulfill what you feel love to do. And ultimately, that's more important to me than the finances because I know we're going to be okay. I know you will always provide for me. So when I hear that or a man hears that, then we feel we can succeed. Yeah. But if you if they came to you and shared that or that's why they were, they've been down and you get on their case about it and it's about like, well, then if you leave that job then we're not going to have this and we can't do this and we can't take that vacation, they're just going to retreat. They're just going to pull back. Um, and what they hear is that, hey, you're not for me. You don't want to help me navigate through mm-hmm. this. And they they yeah, they will actually come to a place of not wanting to open up. Well, and want to, and not, yeah. you're not a you're not a safe a safe and um you have to check your motives like a lot of times when we talk to spouses that are in these situations the spouse that's um bringing forth the accusation or the, you know this is a problem it's like oh so life's not super comfortable for you right now you're not getting what you need maybe she's not meeting your needs sexually right now because she's going through something so where your motive and where the root of your frustration is is your is your is the root of it a deep concern for your spouse and their mental well-being or is it are you playing with velcro under the table right Sorry. now oh my gosh i i just it i <laughs> i was 1983 and i heard a tennis shoe okay so how how you move towards your spouse and making sure that your motives are right is super important yeah. because there are, I'm sorry, I'm just going to call them out. There are a lot of selfish spouses and when their spouse turns a corner and it's a midlife crisis or menopause or a job loss or something else, they retreat and they're frustrated and angry because their life has, has been altered and they don't like it. Yeah. I'm just calling it out. Yeah. And so I was going to, I got distracted with my own playing with Velcro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what, what, what you're saying, if you know, as I lost my train of thought, like when, when, when you have a, when I cannot get to that point, what would I want to say? I totally got just off my train of thought. Do you need a fidget spinner? No, I just got totally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I think in terms of like what you're saying, like how you address it and how you move towards your spouse and, and how, what your motives are and what your motives are yeah. behind that um, makes makes all the difference when you're having these type of conversations. And, and, and I think it's that one thing you always quote at boot camp. It's not about um, that you want God to take you through through the problem. Wait, what is that quote that you always say? 
Sometimes we want to go around the problem, and what God wants is to go right through the problem. Well, yeah, no, I see. Oftentimes we want to plan where we want to get and how、yeah. we arrive there. Yeah, we want to plan like yeah, because no one wants to go through the middle of stuff. But like when you're when you're navigating something with your spouse like that, or they're in a season or a difficult season. Um, like it is being aware of where it's coming from. It is being aware of the why behind it,、mm-hmm. and to recognize that it's very easy just to address the exterior, the the external issues and the chaos、yeah. and all those pieces. But it, it's kind of like you have all this chaos, you know, above the surface, right? But like what's happening beneath, right? And an iceberg, right? All you see is the very top of it, right?、Mm-hmm. But you don't see how big the actual it is beneath there, how、mm-hmm. big the actual issue may be, right?、Um, and and I think like you need to recognize what's below the surface there that's causing this because it's bigger.、Um, but most of us as spouses, we don't want to do that because that takes a little bit of work, and it means your needs don't get met. That's what I was trying to say.、Mm. It means yeah, maybe in that season your needs aren't not getting met, but I can guarantee and promise you that as you move towards your spouse and you. Help them find healing and restoration, and you have those conversations. And you seek to understand. I promise you, your needs are going to get met. met yeah, going to get met. I promise you that、um, God's going to take care of all those things because He knows exactly what you need in in that moment in that season. But the thing is, you can get so stuck on what you're not getting that you miss the opportunity of what you should be giving to your spouse in that moment, of how you should be moving moving towards them in that season, and how you need to die to yourself just a bit more, right? Because this might be a little bit off in terms of the scales you feel where things should be even. It's not always going to be like that. Yeah. There's times I am going to be giving more into Shannon investing because the season that she's in, and there's times she's going to do the same thing for me. And it's okay if you seek for balance all the time. That's just false. Sorry, well, like it just doesn't. You're gonna be constantly、exist. frustrated.、There's、it constant, doesn't. Constant. It's a myth. Up and down all the time,、yeah. and that's okay. Yes, there are seasons where you're both kind of really doing well, and that's awesome. And you're in a really good rhythm, but then there's moments where that is just not that way. Yeah. Right. One has hit a season where they're retiring. They don't know what quite to do, and they're in the house now, and you're used to not them being in the house. Okay, and then you get through that. And then you're getting through a season where you know maybe finances are tough, and or one spending a little bit more, and the other one's trying to be more frugal, and then you have to navigate through that. Like there's just all these different places, but there's always a reason behind it, and that's where you have to stop and recognize. Yeah, asking the why behind the actual problem or the symptom that you're actually seeing. Yeah, and you know, Shan knew my why when I went through that depression was. You know what I had navigated, what I felt I had lost,、um, but it also revealed some places in my life that weren't healthy in my walk with God. It revealed a lot of things, and and listen, it was also an opportunity. It it it, it drew me closer to God. It was an invitation to come into deeper intimacy with Him, and and Shannon had to go through the season where she wasn't getting everything she wanted, but then right, it shifted and it changed. Hi, they can see you. That you're sitting there and you look sad. What's wrong? Oh no, I'm just listening. Oh, to what you were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. want to add anything? Well, before we wrap up. Oh my gosh, it's we're already out of time. We're already out of time. Where does it all go? Did you want to add anything? No.、Oh, okay. <laughs> you're funny.、Um, so. In in this, like I know we kind of like went around, but like 
the core thing here is when your spouse is navigating a difficult season, whether it's a, a struggle with work, with finances, with you know, an addiction, um, relatives, with depression, with an addiction, with different facets of their life that's causing and impacting their demeanor, their attitude, their presence, like all all these areas that can impact the household, impact kids, you know, you. Um, pause for a moment. And don't ask, like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And what is going on? And why am I not getting this? Like, this could be your opportunity that you get to move towards them, come into that place and sit in that place with them to seek to understand and to know, like, their behaviors and their actions is really just reflective of a deeper pain and brokenness that's happening in that moment. And so how do you, because you get to walk alongside them in that season now, that's your greatest opportunity. Um, that's why you're married. Um, we said it in the last podcast. We said it at our boot camps. I'll say it again: that your promise is proved in the valley. You don't prove the you don't prove the promise of being faithful, committed for better or for worse, and sickness and health. All those pieces. You don't prove that day at the one altar. on the altar yeah. and on your wedding day. No. You that comes in the days and the weeks and the years to follow yeah. is your promises proved in the valley, in the struggle, in the difficulty, um, in all those moments. And that's yeah. where it's done when you get to do it together and carry one another, carry one another's burdens. Yeah. So good. Appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to rate, review this podcast, share it with others, please, because that's how we um, get more exposure, more people connected to the work that we're doing. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram. We value and appreciate each and every one of you. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. See you next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review. To learn more about 24-7 Marriage, go to 247marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms. And remember, in marriage, you don't have to, you get to. We'll see you next week.